0: Hello and welcome to the Metal Cell podcast. I'm broadcasting live from Monolith, uh 2019, and I'm absolutely delighted to say I've Nathan and Flo from Damon. Hello, here. how are you lads?
1: Hi, uh, good. we're yeah, good. Yeah, pretty you.
0: good. You're looking good, anyway. You look fresh, which is very important.
1: <laughs> That's uh, very glad to hear. It's certainly You didn't appear s- subject be as the night goes on. I think you didn't That's
0: resort that. resort to temptation last night.
1: Oh no, there was that was just not no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, For the listeners that don't know, they were down in uh, a place called Inch, which I know well. It's not too far away from my house, in the middle of the countryside. And you were, um, what would you call the your habitat? Yurts. Yurts. Yeah. Yeah. Was there electricity in them? Yes, Yes, there was. Yeah. Ah. They were were well
1: furnished. They were insulated. Comfortable. comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't really feel like temporary accommodation. Put it that way. Yeah.
2: Sometimes you feel just in a kind of just literally a single step above a tent. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah, it wasn't yeah. like that. It's you yeah. could stand in it. There was light. There were comfy things everywhere. Yeah, great. I tell yeah.
0: you, I mean, fair play to Khan. Um, he does it differently anyway. Yes. You know, he had a good experience anyway, you know? So I want to talk to you um, first about the new album. How has it been received?
1: So far, so good. Uh, reviews have been good. Yeah. Um, reception in terms of the live delivery has been excellent. Um, We've also been playing the songs live for quite a while so I think part of the secret shall we say to putting an album to a permanent medium in a confident way is to be intimately familiar with the material. One of the things we really wanted to do was to avoid over editing right that's very easy trap to fall into these days especially with all the technology you keep coming back and you yes. keep coming back and you keep mm. coming back we did kind yeah. of keep coming back but yeah. I think it was for the right reason yeah it, it wasn't like
2: it's not super super like picked
1: apart yeah you know
0: it's was the reason why you went with Neil
1: um, a he was available uh, he was willing to work with us and um, more importantly, He'd worked on a lot of stuff that we grew up listening to and that everybody is familiar with. And when I say everybody, I mean his repertoire, his what, discography mm. Mm. is
0: Nile, Cannibal Corpse, Judas broad. Priest. Uh, well, yeah, well, there's well, quite a lot there as so. well.
1: I, I, while we were actually working on it, I found out that he'd actually mixed Unleashed in the East, which is touted as the best live heavy metal album in existence that's interesting so, mm-hmm. so that, that was a thing but you know he also worked on um, Hall of Notes Elton John He worked with David Bowie
0: I actually saw Hall of Notes there well there you go <laughs> few, I, I, I'm open myself but I cannot fault them they were brilliant live I don't know have you met the podcast? But anyway. so uh, that's so your fault, yeah. then. You brought it up. Yeah, you brought I, it up.
1: That's <laughs> th- I'll 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 own that happily. <laughs> but yeah, obviously the fact that you know he'd worked on quite a few Cannibal Corpse albums, Nile, Nevermore, cocker Obviously, that's where the initial connection ah, was established. Okay. I was wondering. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, th- th- it, it's it's a sort of I don't like using the the term, but a kind of bucket list. um Uh, again achievement i'm not sure that's the right word but thing to have done to have worked with somebody who's so um prestigious and really brought uh, a new kind of dimension to our sound you know he took the track that we provided with him with and Shaped them I- with his own way of working, which is I think fairly unique to each project that he approaches, so every time he does something he'll work with the band rather than reinvent them through his black box process. Yeah. Right? how did
0: that feel for you because I'd imagine you kind of like to have a, a certain amount of control as well and input um well, did you have to kind of stand back and trust them or
1: well uh, the, the the reason why we hired him was for his expertise you yeah. know i d- i didn't want to go in and say this is this is not how you mix mm. drums what are you doing so there was a lot of back and forth though yes. he wasn't yeah. just kind of like this is how it is yeah you know, okay not, yeah. um th- the 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 process was remote as well so he did it in while living in america and he sent us files and oh you know. okay yeah right. so it wasn't it, yes. and it, it took quite a long time it wasn't a you know one week two week kind of mixing no. job that's that's another aspect of the new musical paradigm in which we exist uh, in in my opinion which is that you you don't work in the same bursts of activity it's by by necessity of you know the, the by virtue of the fact that we kind of have lives and and we we don't and can't and don't want to spend all our time doing this either. Um, we also have the luxury of a certain amount of time that we can really work on things and refine them. And and it was it was very collaborative, as well as him providing all sorts of anecdotes, which I wouldn't necessarily be uh, at liberty to repeat here. Uh. But uh, the, the 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 technical insights and aspect, and you know how he mixes things, how he doesn't use certain frequencies on certain instruments and hearing the tracks roar from his mix say that just the drum mix to hear how much reverb he adds to it for yeah. example that was quite a surprise but okay it sounds great well we think so anyway.
0: yeah and f- as a drummer flow i was we thrilled we, yeah we got it did just, you um, did you work on the drums first by the way second did you work on the drums first
2: um did we record the drums yeah first, yeah that's, that's, we th- there's a couple of songs that's kind of turned up a little bit later that we did after work on everything else had started right. probably but yeah the initial thing was it was a long long weekend of having at it basically and that's where most of it comes from right yeah um, but yeah we got I think it was Cannibal is that the one we we got a, a drum track back yes oh okay that was, we yes, that just was like, the one. Ah. okay yeah, yeah that, that's amazing yeah. <laughs> so yeah and then just, just from there that was the, the kind of Benchmark for the rest of the album, sort of thing, you know.
0: And then, what I thought was really nice out of you um, for the fans, you did the playthroughs as well on YouTube. Hmm? Um, that was really interesting. Sounds were, you you actually produced the sound, did you? Yes. Yeah. S-
1: so that was again a um, session which we'd set aside it, for a number of reasons. Apart from anything else, we wanted to do this. We wanted to produce some sort of video ex- enhanced experience of the sound and I for one am not a massive fan of playthroughs which are just playing along to a track or miming in the kind of worst cases where you're just pretending you're playing to it but I'm, I'm not saying I, I don't know of that many bands off the top of my head who do that, but I have come across that. Right. And I, I felt that it's, it would be more honest to have just the band play through the songs. And it, you know, it took a few takes to get the right ones for either song, but, um, but we really had a, an opportunity to perform and to have a, a near-ideal recording situation, both in terms, in terms of the filming and in terms of the audio aspect, which we could then control and mix down in a way that presented the the, the, the performance in a better light. Well,
0: which you, which you certainly did, you know. Um, yeah, it was really cool, you know, because mm-hmm. as you said yourself, sometimes you watch these things and you're going, oh, how much of it is yeah, real? what's going on there? You yeah, know? Yeah. Was that your first time working with Amir Khan? Uh, yes. Yeah, how'd that go?
1: Um, great. Again, uh, he was, he's a friend of Faust's bass player right. and he established the connection. We sent him the files and he sent us stuff back and we said, can you change these things? And he did. And it's pretty no, no nonsense kind of yeah. scenario.
0: Oh, that's cool. You, you weren't kind of delayed time wise with anything like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then I just want to talk as well about the, the artwork for the album. Um, had you settled on a certain artist? Or did you have to give them the, the music and you know well, had you a few in mind or how that's that come?
1: an interesting question. It was more about finding an artist that could realise the vision that had developed of what the artwork should be. Right. Right. And there was always an idea of some kind of monolithic plinth where the a procession of humanity you know, different eras, you know, the entirety of humanity follows each other towards this um, uh, representative hand that's falling apart, mm-hmm. gigantic hand that's falling apart and losing its grip on this torch. And everything is falling off the the, the cliff edge of this plinth into a uh, tear in, space and time and 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 that's that's kind of consuming everything around it and somebody put me in touch with uh, ingram and uh i didn't want to feed him too much in terms of the visuals because i had a few sketches but i wanted to try and get him to do it as much as possible himself and then when it deviated from the vision i provided feedback etc okay but it was again a long process again lots of back and forth and iterations and he he was very patient to his massive credit uh, and really delivered the goods yes. I feel yeah um, and it's it's interesting because I suppose the, uh, the chap who designed our t-shirt artwork uh, I th- I think the... Um, I mean, that was a long time after the artwork for the album was finished, but that would have been, in my opinion, a, a worthy cover as well. And that was, again, quite an involved iterative process with some soul-searching and some kind of existential anguish where he thought <laughs> he couldn't possibly come up with something that, that worked, and then, then he did, and it's it's brilliant. But, again, it's it was more about fulfilling a vision than specifically an artist but by the way i i want to name drop alan o'neill the uh, the artist who did the t-shirts as well because he did a fantastic job and he's very versatile very talented and a perfectionist sort of masochistically so i think and if, if you look at any of his stuff it's very diverse very striking very well put together the compositions are brilliant and you've seen some of his uh, yeah absolutely uh, unedited sketches or no sorry unreleased sketches and finished drawings like his comic book mm. art is mm. incredible it's um, versatile as well It's yeah. you
2: know you know, some guys just have a style Yeah,
1: he's quite well, there were a couple of things
2: that Nathaniel sent me that I didn't recognise as the same guy at first some things you're like oh that's the guy who did the T-shirt. Yeah. And then there's this other thing, and it's like, well, I it's completely that's different. Not is what I thought you would do at all. Right. You know, he's really, yeah, versatile guy.
0: A lot of these guys um, make another living as well as tattoo artists as well. You know, um, I presume he doesn't know. Is it just T-shirts I and comics d- books? D-
1: he does. He does art uh, for a number of other bands, yeah. including Conan. Oh, um, Conan, yeah. But um, I think he has a fair few things. Under his belt, mm. but I, I wouldn't be the best person to I speak. I suppose to you would
0: have to these days if you're an artist, you yes. know, because you need a, f- a few revenue streams mm. coming in, you Tough know. Game. Yeah, um, and it brings me along nicely to the Rising of the Lights video, which um, everyone that I've given it to love. Now right. Um, I sw- I'd imagine there's good stories behind it. Um, I what I took from it, um, myself because I'm a big fan of the French. Uh, s- filmmakers Jeanne and Jeanette, do you ever hear them? City of Lost Children, Delicatessen. Um, oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I thought I thought that was really, really a nice kind of way to film your video and put it out and I thought, wow, I'm wondering, was there any City of Lost Children vibe to it?
1: I personally love City of Lost Children. It's uh it's you know when somebody asks you what what's your favourite films? yeah I never think of it, but it actually is probably in the top 10 or something it's visually striking very quirky um, unique but anyway uh, in terms of the video itself that was a project of ridiculous proportions Um, we worked very closely with mark but we had to come up with a lot of the logistics a lot of the the, the costumes the the props the the um, locations uh we built the set ourselves really for the yeah. inside it's wow. yeah that was that was filmed in a barn in the coldest days of winter it was so cold it was so cold and with in the costumes barn. yes in a barn and b- basically the, the 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 farmer said yes you can just use it uh, give me a couple of bottles of booze and that'll be fine and uh, and he was very helpful and accommodating and there was just this load of junk there that he said we could use so we did and a lot of the stuff that you see on the on the set is specifically that Um, where
0: the outside shots where were they located
1: um somewhere on uh, on in on earth in twenty twenty <laughs> uh, no um remember. it was by the Isle of grain in the Thames estuary okay so it's like Essex it's, it was quite bleak yeah uh, and it was surprisingly muddy you know when when we were actually walking out towards the fort it's a great shot. it was especially with the masks you you could Kind of have to hope that you stay on the path because you don't know if you're quite going straight, <laughs> and there are some places where you can get really, really stuck. Yeah, so uh, so that was that was interesting. Um, but it, it really became just this project that was as almost as consuming as the album itself,
0: and I would say as a, as important, I as well, you know, because I mean, like for someone that hasn't come across you and then they watch this on youtube you're going wow i have to have to check these lads out you know what i mean like the amount of i know you more or less oversaw the whole thing um yeah. is that part of another thing you'd like to produce um or pursue even um further down the line now
1: um on one hand it has definitely given given me a taste for it uh, on the other hand it's given me a much deeper insight into all the things that can go wrong and all the things that you have to think about and plan for um, especially I, I I tried to keep the story fairly simple in a way you know there had to be something there had to be a, a twist at the end there had to be something a, a point to it in itself right mm. it had to be something that could exist as a work yeah independently, right? But in order to do that within a five to seven minute video, it has to be fairly comprehensible. And the idea was simple in a way, but at the same time, in order to execute it effectively, it's quite difficult. Uh, And so if we were to make another one. Of that kind of, mag- on that kind of scale, d- that would be something else that we'd have to rethink yeah. properly as well. Yeah. If that makes sense.
0: It does, yeah, because it is. It seems that it is. Uh, I mean, it's on grand grand scale. Mm. Like, I mean, and the use of the drones as well actually really worked as well. You know.
1: That's all, Mark. Like he did know. a very good job on yeah. the the filming, editing, and...
0: And, of course, you all made cameos, especially you, Flo. Yeah, absolutely. I, I yeah. thought, you you're know, well you're, you're shots, in the running there for an Oscar <laughs> <laughs> there, man. But, um, you,
2: you genuinely can't imagine. I thought I knew what it was like to be cold, but, like, it was... Because it, it ended up being... We were supposed to take a day of shooting, you know, and just, as Nathaniel said, you can't fully appreciate just all these little things that happen, and all of a sudden, <laughs> it's like, oh, no, we need to come back tomorrow. And, uh, yeah. 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 So, and it was literally, like, it was colder in there, I think, than it was outside, and it was minus five outside. Um, oh. it, it was, and I had to sit because I didn't remember there's like prosthetics, prosthetics, and things yeah. Like that, so you have to sit absolutely still, really, like, yeah, yeah while, they're, while they're putting this stuff on. Oh. And it's, it's so cold that he couldn't even the glue that, that he uses to put onto your face the mask onto your face. It was so cold that the glue wouldn't set and <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like this ongoing, thing, just constant. You know. How
0: does that feel actually? Because I mean, I would be fairly claustrophobic. I mean, no, uh,
2: it's, it's not because your eyes are clear yeah you know and so I mean Faust is really claustrophobic yeah so he player, and yeah. he also had to have it done and he was fine yeah.
1: the thing with the prosthetics is that the whole mask aspect became an obs- obsession for about <laughs> at least six months because I had to get it couldn't look half-baked You're it no, had to no, be good uh, yeah, yeah, okay correct. and I researched hell out of it yeah and i can tell you all the companies that make these massive silicon pieces you know which one's better for what kind of aspect Mm. you know why why we chose those and then there's so that there's the big silicon pieces there's two of them and then there's the latex foam masks which are the ones that uh Flo is talking about and those aren't that expensive but and and they don't, you know, wh- when you get them, they they look kind of cool, but you don't appreciate the, the transformative in, yeah. power of them. Okay, when when they're they're just in in the box or on on the table, they're just this inanimate object that's unpainted, yeah. and then you apply them to the, the the recipient, and then they come alive, but with the recipient's personality and th- th- the. Th- that becomes a kind of new entity yeah I know it sounds no, 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 yeah, kind cool. of you know yeah. arty farty or or like airy fairy but it's it's so powerful mm-hmm. and th- we had some moments between um, but be- between like shots and whatnot where we we messed around and and whatnot yeah and and it, it was just especially one of them where um, Flo filmed himself you know uh, <laughs> a, a acting about and sent it to his wife who, who does was not like masks. who was horrified <laughs> she who was absolutely like horrified it, it depends on what you were
0: doing flow
1: <laughs> nothing particularly no, just, just 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 speaking Slightly with a different voice me, and suppose. the thing is but. Flo is a very mild-mannered accommodating chap you know he's he's really helpful mindful of others etc mm. but as soon as he put that on and he started. That came out, and I was like, "That's the guy who blasts behind our kit. Ah, that's really, him."
0: Cool. Respect. Respect. And uh, as I said, it's 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 nice to hear you talk that way about the whole process mm-hmm. as well, you know. And again, it's another feather to your bow, you know, to get through something as huge as that, and you know, just wish you success with that alone. I mean, it's fantastic. Um, and uh, as I said, I'm a fan of the blast children. That's 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 probably good praise to hear that, mm-hmm. you know. So, you recently signed then with um, Apocalyptic Witchcraft. That's correct. How'd that come about?
1: Uh, Well, I've known Connor since the candlelight days. Um, So, he's still working with Plastic Head, but started this label with this other chap, Tom. And uh, they run it, they do a good job. And effectively, we'd been speaking to them for a while. And we decided that partly because we knew them on a personal level partly because we knew their work ethic right and the you know the people they worked with in terms of pr and so on and the care that they put as well as how well they do a job in terms of distribution it kind of was a no-brainer okay okay and and so far it's been great and i don't foresee it being anything else
0: is there um, a vinyl version
1: most definitely yeah. I haven't yet received it myself but if you have ordered it uh, it will come and uh, there's a
2: black one uh, a limited edition kind of gold one as well really yes.
0: yeah. oh well yeah. there's an exclusive there yeah I think there's a delay across Europe which in relation to vinyl production and I don't know yeah, quite um, possibly yeah there is yeah few bands have suffered because of it oh, you okay. know. Um, and the bogs are on? Right now. On right now, and they're also <laughs> on your label. That's correct. <laughs> Which is a nice coincidence. Um, You got to see him in the Siege last year. Yes, we yes. did. Yeah.
1: It's amazing. Was it, was it last year? It's wasn't it this year? It was year? earlier this year, yeah. yeah. It's,
2: it's not that long ago. Oh yeah, because was, it was one in octo- October. I see what you mean. It Was, yeah. was it March? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It was Easter. Easter, yeah. correct, It was Easter yeah.
0: weekend. Yeah, on, yeah. 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 Um, I, that was my first time seeing him. Um, I, I don't think it kind of it did them justice, the the whole setup. So, because um, I've, I've seen what what can be done down below, and you'll experience it now as well with lighting and sound like that. And I think that's a much better um, aspect for those that are down watching them now to see them portray, they'll portray them a lot better, you know. Cool. Um, what did you think of Siege yourselves? Did you enjoy it? I thought it was brilliant.
1: Yeah, it was a great uh, experience vibe was great the bands were great the attitude of the staff was outstanding it's
2: a bit of a kind of camaraderie going on
0: there's a, nice. a lot there's a lot of mixing yeah. as well you know yeah it's, it's, it's really good you know and then four stages as well so mm. you know um, it's quite quite interesting because like no band really are the same there mm. you know which is yeah good. it's a proper
2: warren in there yeah <laughs> 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 Left, right where do you go you
0: know. so are you looking forward to bloodstock
1: yes with bells on. <laughs> yes.
0: Very good. Kind of, what way are you going to approach it as such? Are you going to just chill out for the day? Have you got your, t- you probably have your time, have you?
1: Um, we've yeah. we're going to be there Saturday and Sunday. We're obviously playing on the Sunday for those who don't yet know and, uh, would like to catch us. Um, and I think Saturday is going to be chill out, but also press day. So we're, we're okay. aiming to have as many, get in as many interviews as possible. Um, and, you know all, all all the ancillary festival stuff when lots of people relating to music are in the same space
0: yeah I've went there um, four years in a row and I loved it I, I came from Hellfest which got bigger and bigger and got more complicated and complicated just was so I don't I don't really like crowds but then you're dealing with like 60, 70,000 people and you're dealing with queues and everything so we looked around and we saw Bloodstock and it's only a you know, short trip across the water. Mm. So, um, for four years, we loved it. And a lot of Irish bands actually have got on, on the bill as well, which was Zella great. Cult. Yeah. Zella cult the yes. Yeah. And 10 tons as well. Yes. And there's one or two others. It's just, um, sorry if I can't remember. Sorry. Um, but th- last year was the fourth year in a row and it just rained constantly for the three days <laughs> that we were over there and I went, we've, we've had enough. So we're, we're all heading to Brutal Assault this year to check it out.
1: Yeah, cool. I've heard a lot of good things about <coughs> Brutal Assault. In fact, I've only heard good things.
0: Okay, yeah. So um, so that's that's where we're heading now. Um, it's actually, we're flying out Wednesday, which is nice. And um, So ye- I believe you were invited to play Bloodstock, which is even nicer again.
1: Yes. Uh, we were lucky enough to have the right people see us and... The, the the team already had us on their radar, so to speak. Mm. So it it was just a kind of alignment of the planets, and uh, and and we got invited to play. it's going to be so
0: much fun.
2: Mm. I've so never it, been, so it's be my, f- my yeah. first experience. and, 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 it. and, the, and the, the fact you get you're there, to play there is and crazy. The fact yeah. That you're there there earlier
0: as well. You know, just soak it up. It's really, mm. really, really well run. You know, um, Simon Hall. Shout out to Simon Hall. Um and are you playing New Blood stage? Is it yes? Okay,
2: correct. on the Sunday. So,
0: so yeah, what time?
1: Uh, Seven thirty.
2: Seven thirty. Ah, oh, perfect.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's a nice time to hit it actually, you know, because people kind of will be kind of just coming out of their
2: yeah, get, getting over the whole first hangover. Yes, and uh, uh,
0: that's second,
1: <laughs> third hangover <laughs> so of the day. Uh,
0: so um, that's it, lads. Um, I just wish you nothing but success. I think you're Thank on you. you're on the right path to it anyway. Um. Mm. It's great to see see you over here and thanks nice. for coming over nice we, we
1: love playing Ireland, yeah. and uh and yeah thank you very much for having us on your show
0: great and um looking forward to catching you later which is the nice thing about <laughs> it. because um as i said sometimes you kind of meet bands that are played afterwards you know and uh, which is king's witch now right you know and they yeah. were they were in a right they state, were amazing yeah. they were brilliant yeah
2: they were amazing we came in as they were playing yeah and she just kind of let rip as oh, we came yeah. out of that yeah. yeah, really, good, really so, good.
0: So, your vocals will be treated kindly tonight as well. <laughs> so, that's it. Over now. Thanks a million, lads, again. Thank and you. And um, catch you later.